Hey Jeff, I bought a new shirt today. Where is it? It's it's this one. Oh. It's very attractive. Oh. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a rainy sermon from the cigar pulpit. Apparently, it's the monsoon season here in southern Illinois. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. So, we are currently recording this episode in my garage because we cannot use my deck because it is very rainy. The that rain, it is. The rain's moved in about three hours ago. We had hoped that maybe they would subside in time for us to it has not. sit out and enjoy a smoke and get this episode recorded for you, but it has not. It's actually good it's raining. There have been lots of uh, fire advisories and whatnot. No burn orders and, this, and such. Well, okay, then. It's been very go. dry. I was not aware. Yes, so this is this is probably a gift from God that we des- that we needed. Just saying. Okay, then. Yeah. All right. But well, maybe not while we're recording. No, no. But at some point we needed it. So I mean, okay. better better late than never. I'm good with overnight, not yeah, like not during at night. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so but it sounds delightful in the headphones. I mean, I'll be curious to see what it sounds like in the actual episode. Yeah. It's just that water dripping. Constantly. It can't be worse than that woman screaming at the cigar festival <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's true. Just, uh, I mean, we were basically recording with her just standing over screaming at us the whole time. It was, it was a little loud. A little bit. She was in the other room and it was loud. It's true. Yeah. It crazy. Was, it was a little loud. So I think we can take a little water trickling. All right. So tonight, we will be featuring the interview that we had with Oscar Valadares at the uh, Weston Tobacco Fest. And so in honor of that, we decided that we would smoke a couple of Oscar cigars. So I have chosen to smoke one of Oscar's new cigars, the Wild Hunter. And I'm smoking the Wild Hunter um, Toro. And this measures 6x52, and it's all Honduran, folks, from wrapper to binder to filler. This is a 100% Honduran cigar. You've probably seen it in the humidor at your store. It's the one that has the um, hunter orange uh, letters and everything and the, the kind of camo forest scene going on on the band and in the box. So It's very cool. I've had a couple of those. They're good cigars. We will see, won't we? Now, I, my friend, went with the uh, Leaf by Oscar, which Nick keeps pointing out to me that isn't really an Oscar cigar. It is an Oscar but cigar. But his name's it's on it. It's just he teamed with Island Jim to bring it out in the United States. This is the one, folks, that when you see it in the store, uh, instead of having a cellophane wrapper, it's got that tobacco leaf wrapper. So, And I hope you don't mind, Nick. I went ahead and removed that so it wouldn't be loud tonight. Really? The one that won't be loud, <laughs> you took off in advance. Of course you did. I knew that would infuriate you. Oh. Anyway. So it is a Connecticut, and I am looking forward to it. I love this cigar, and I'm hoping it proves out again tonight. But it's almost creamy to the taste. Well, then we will go ahead and look into that. Good stuff. So, it's time that we cut our cigar and 
get rolling into the show. And I just missed the ashtray with the cap there, so that was. He literally has an ashtray that is basically made out of a dicey hollowed out. This is the smallest ashtray I've ever seen. The big you own thirty-seven ashtrays, and that's what you brought out. Well, unfortunately, the majority of my ashtrays are at my office. The big one that I have at the house is back on the uh, deck table and I believe is currently full of water right now. So Fair rather enough. than get that and clean it and wash it well, and everything else. We can play crafts else, later too. I just grabbed the little dice one that Laura brought back from Vegas for We're me. We're looking for snake eyes. I think it's technically for cigarettes. I don't even know if a whole cigar butt, like I don't even know if I can tap an ash in that. Well, I mean, you're going to have to try. It's like a thimble. I get it. It's cute. It is cute. It was nice of Laura to get it for you. I mean, it was. Yeah. You know, it's very small. Supporting the smoking habit. It really is. And it's <laughs> not. You're right. It's not made for cigars. No, it's made for cigarettes. You can yeah. tell. Well, that'll work. So, okay. So, we're going to go ahead and light our cigars now. See what we get. <laughs> Holy crap, Jeff. Evidently, Jeff has a industrial blowtorch over there to light his cigar. Folks, I am really not joking. That is a solid two-foot flame. I mean, that is a solid two-foot blue... How many jets is that? Is that... How many... How many? I mean, it's all condensing into one giant... Four. That is a four-jet lighter. <laughs> have you never seen that before? Did you... You just got that. No, I've had that forever. Bull. No, swear to God. I have never seen you break that thing out. Hand to God. Look, the sticker's even coming off. I've God. had this thing forever. Seriously? How have you never noticed that? Have you really? Yeah. I have never seen that thing before in my life. You're lying to me. You should get a picture of it. You're totally lying to me. Oh my God, that is so obscenely obnoxious. <laughs> It is. I mean, that puts my blazer and just puts it to shame. I mean, completely to shame. I use this all the time. You never have a lighter. <laughs> so you can't tell me that you use that all the time. You always have to borrow mine. Yeah, it, I keep it in the Jeep. <laughs> I've never seen that thing before. That is the most, ob that is the most obnoxiously large lighter. I mean... God, I'm telling you, folks, industrial blowtorch. That is the best description I have for it here. He has got himself a welder torch to light his cigar. I'm tickled myself. Oh, Lord. Just the look on your face when I broke it out. So, folks, when I do put up pictures from tonight's episode on Instagram, please pardon the fact that it looks like we're shoot or recording this in a hoarder house. Um, in reality, I'm not sure we're not. In reality, we're recording in my garage, which desperately, desperately needs to be cleaned out. Okay, so Nick, we were discussing earlier what we're going to talk about tonight. It's true. It, it, let's talk... Okay, hold on. Let's okay. talk about our cigars for a second, and then I have a topic, speaking of your hoarder house, that I want to get into. Oh God, we're about to out me as a nerd. We're going to delve. I almost feel this coming. So, my cigar initially... Is a very interesting combination of pepper and creaminess. The Wild Hunter. It, it, it's a sharp kind of pepper taste that you know hits initially, kind of wakes up the senses, 
I, how much touching up do you need to do with that thing? I mean, you're cauterizing the wound with it, Jeff. <laughs> I've never seen you this triggered. I've never seen a flame that large coming from any of your lighting <laughs> devices before. Um, anyway. Have you never seen that lighting? I don't know. But I haven't. I use that all the time. All right. Well, we've spent 10 minutes on your stupid lighter now. So, <laughs> anyway, like I said. I knew the minute I got that thing out, it was going to trigger the hell out like of you. Like I said, I get a nice pepper taste right <laughs> off the bat, but it goes to a, a, a real creaminess in the in the beginning part of this cigar. So... What about you? And that's where I'm at with this. I mean, like I said earlier, these cigars are creamy. I'm used to them. I love them. Um, it's just a great smoke. I'm liking this. Yeah. This is, well, you know that. The Leaf's one of my top five. Oh, I know. The Leaf's one of your top yeah. cigars. So. so, yeah. I mean, if I had a chance to smoke a Leaf, I was going to smoke a Leaf. So. There you go. Thank you, Oscar. Oscar. Or, or whoever the hell makes it. Oscar makes it. Okay. Just, See, know, it is an Oscar but, cigar, but though. Island Jim is involved in the mix. Well... <laughs> so confused anyway so now that we've got the uh cigar information out of the way oh, on God. on our cigar podcast here we go nick what the hell is <laughs> up with the comic books I, I like comic books folks i don't i don't even know how to explain he's got a card catalog i don't have a card catalog the boxes are labeled yes somewhat they're arranged by height and popularity it's kind of disturbing oh no they're not the fact that you have the DC Comics that close to the Marvel Comics really triggers me as a nerd. Well, they gotta like be. To, I mean, I don't. No, they no. I, you cannot put those together. I don't want them out in the garage. Uh, the, that bothers me just myself. You know, I they should be inside the house somewhere. The problem is there's just entirely too many of them for me to bring inside the house. How many comic books do you own? Um, actually, it's funny you ask. Oh my god, I have an app on my phone that I have them uh, uh, in an inventory. I know. It's a database. Oh, my God. It's optimizing. You are a bigger nerd than I thought trying, you were. I'm trying to open it. But I thought it, you were a bigger nerd. It's optimizing nerd. right now. So give me just a second. I'll be able to tell you. I Now, in all fairness, this total is not complete. There have been some purchases lately that, I, have haven't, not, that I haven't scanned in yet. So we probably need to you add. You have an electronic card catalog. You just admitted that. You realize that, right? I know. I know. Okay. Well, I don't know where they're necessarily i mean i kind of do because they are alphabetical within those boxes like oh hence hence the reason the boxes are numbered oh but my God. um anyway folks seriously how many boxes are there well okay so five per shelf there's what three six shelves per per metal shelf so that's what 30 60 um not quite 90 uh there's what 84 Five short boxes out here and another three long boxes out here. And then I think there's probably how many are in a box? Six short boxes inside my office, inside the house. So we're probably at about 91 to 92 short boxes and three long boxes. And how many are in each box? Um, I couldn't necessarily tell you that either. There's at know. least... There's off, the top of my, off the top of my head. But I will tell you that within my little phone database, the current count, and again, this is a little off because there have been some purchases lately that I have not scanned in. I'm currently sitting at 13,462. Holy God. <laughs> you got to remember, I have been collecting comics since I was five. So in one form or another, I've been buying these things since I was five years old. 
And I've gone through spells where I bought significantly more than other times. Like, I'm not really buying that many of them now. Define many. I think I'm down to, like, five series that I follow with any sort of regularity. Where are the Archies? I have a few. I have the Afterlife with Archie uh, series that they did. That was a fantastic series. They added the horror element in with the Archie people. Is that the one where Archie was the serial killer? No, it's the one where um, Reggie hit and killed um, Jughead's dog with the car. And so Jughead took the dog, jacked up. Took the dog to Sabrina, the teenage witch, and she did like a spell to bring it back. So wait, is Sabrina part of the Archie world? It is. She is. Back up. Swear to God. So Sabrina does this spell on um, uh, Jughead's dog, but what she doesn't realize is it made Jughead's dog essentially patient zero for the zombie apocalypse. And so when the dog to be expected when the dog well I know right when the dog bit Jughead Jughead turned into a zombie and then he came to prom and started biting everybody and basically that was the end of the world zombie apocalypse started in Riverdale at the prom. I had no idea Sabrina the Teenage Witch was part of the Archie series. Oh yeah, how did I not know that? I mean, I don't know. I'm not as big. You're older than me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to lie, dude. I own like 12 comic books total. I got you beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and most of the ones I bought were like Superman comics that have something to do with newspapers. See, I'm the biggest Batman fan. Like, you watched me I'm, buy them in Vegas, I know, actually. That's true. Yeah. I love Batman. And so I actually own every issue of. So there's two comics that Batman comes in regularly, and that's Batman and Detective Comics. He actually originated in Detective Comics in issue 27 back in Was the day. Was that when his folks died? That would be well. They covered that in a subsequent issue later, but you know. But anyway, oh my God, guys, he's nerding out so but bad. I own every issue. You should see him geeking right now. I own every issue of Batman and Detective Comics that has come out since the month and year I was born. Okay, I'll. I'll you know what? I'm going to give you a pass on that. That's that's over 37 years. But worth how of. does that explain the rest of them? I mean, I like other stuff. There's some cool stuff in there. But this is the guy that won't watch Big Bang Theory. Because it's... Go on. <laughs> I feel that Big Bang Theory is blackface for nerds. It's people that are not nerds that are pretending to be nerds. And I feel as though it's kind of making fun of the nerds in, in a roundabout way. But it, but see, but being it, a nerd, but I did not find that. See, and that's the thing. You have the people that are like, well, it's glorifying nerds. It's 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 a pro-nerd thing. It gave us a voice. But you know what? I just, I still don't, I don't, I don't, not a fan. Did you ever actually watch it? I've seen episodes. My father-in-law's a huge Big Bang fan. I've seen plenty of episodes. It's I'm just not, it's not my thing. I don't hate it. I'm not going to go out and like rally against it or anything like that. I'm just not. I mean, it's off I'm the not, air now, so who cares? Big but. into it. I mean, Penny. What are you talking Penny, about? It's, for the love of what God. What are you talking about? It's off the air. It's on every channel known to man in syndication. True. I could go turn on like the TV and find, at least on TBS, an episode playing right now. Oh, absolutely. It's That's assuming yeah. that it's not playing like, you know, um, Conan O'Brien or like one other thing. I mean, Well, they, they usually something. like preempt Conan to put on Big Bang. Oh, then, yeah, there you go. It's You're right. It pretty much plays 24-7 on mm-hmm. TBS. No. It, uh, the thing I liked about Big Bang Theory is it referenced, a lot of the jokes referenced things that I understood being slightly nerdy, slightly geeky, and I, I'm not going to lie, I embraced it. Good for you, Jeff. But, 
the whole, all of the comic book references and whatnot that they do in it, that that should be right up your alley. I felt like they were kind of there for me to be all like, hey, I know that. I can relate to this show. That's exactly you know? why I liked it. And I just, I, I didn't get into that. Are you calling me a lemming? No. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends. Anyway. anyway. I don't know. So anyway. How's your cigar there, bud? Cigar's great. That's good. Any chance I get to have one of these. There you go. How your how's yours doing? It's good. It's still got that kind of peppery creaminess going on. Is that kind of an Oscar thing? Because like you know, even on the uh you know, reading up on the cigar, it's considered a very mild, creamy cigar. And that's what it is. Is Oscar's tobacco known for that? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. Or did you. we know, just pick two that were? Possibly. I mean, the app that I use that, again, I always kind of, you know, tend to disagree with the strength notes, says that the Wild Hunter is more of a medium strength. Um, so far... I didn't find that when I So far, it. I'm not getting that no. off of it, but um, maybe later on in the cigar. But for right now, I'm not, I'm not getting a medium from it. Hmm. I don't know. So... Do you have any Nell comics? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I don't think Nell had any comics. She was part of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You keep trying to make that happen, and I just I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. Probably not. Okay, so when the MCU um, Avengers Endgame when it was coming out, yeah, all these folks were sharing on uh, Facebook. This picture, and it was basically all the logos for all of the movies and in what order you should watch them. So I decided to be to a smart To get ready ass. to watch. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, to, to be able to watch, like, Doctor Strange and, you know, Iron Man and on down the list, Captain America and whatnot, and, and which order you should watch them in so it all makes sense as you're preparing for Endgame. So being the smart ass I am, I decide that I'm going to make up my own version of this and I added in movies like Nell and yep. SpongeBob, um, the uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Well, that's integral. Well, yeah, you have the to know. Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, I love it. Vital. At, at the end, when he jumps out of that little circle thing, you know, Doctor Strange makes. Uh-huh. You know, when the Dread Pirate Roberts staring and, down Thanos just exactly. looks at him and says, "You know, you killed my my name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to prepare die. Prepare to die. Exactly." Then he snaps and he just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> who who played Inigo Montoya? Ah, uh, God, I don't know. Now he was actually wasn't the Dread Pirate Roberts till the end of the movie. Did you know that? Yeah, because the blonde dude was the Dread. Kerry Yules. Yeah, he was the Dread Pirate Roberts. Now, do you know who? No, I just said I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. No. Oh. Do you? Who played uh, Who played the princess? Oh, that's uh, the lady from House of Cards. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. Well, Penn now. Well, yeah. Yeah, I hate to even acknowledge that because I can't stand Sean Penn. Ugh. Yeah, right? Yeah, no. Um, disappointing. Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin? Mandy Patinkin plays Inigo Montoya. Okay, then. You didn't... You? I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Who plays the giant? Andre. The giant. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, who's the old couple? The the uh, the doctor. Is this really what? You oh, just I nuked just yourself. Nuked myself you with the ash. Burned your new shirt. 
Oh, man. I didn't burn it, but... Thank heavens. I did party I just foul. <laughs> I did party foul. I just rubbed it. Nick's belly to put the fire out. It was way more touching than we're used to doing in an episode. The rain has significantly increased. Um, Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. Well, it was Billy Crystal, and I can't remember the lady's name, but I know I've Carol seen Kane? her. Carol Kane. Carol yep. Okay, yeah, I know I've seen her in, like, a ton of stuff. I love the Princess Bride, dude. Now, it's funny. Um, I'm going to reference a local show here in St. Louis, the Dave Glover Show. Okay. One of my favorite shows on the radio. It's on 97.1 in St. Louis. If you're ever in St. Louis or if you live in St. Louis, big shout out to the Dave Glover Show. Uh, but they were actually yeah, doing, what's that? Because I'm sure they care. So. Oh, you, you never know. <laughs> so uh, Glover's cool. He might even listen to this. Um, so that being said. They were talking the other day, and they did their Sweet 16, and they had George Weber on from George Weber Chevrolet. You know, Skip is on. And they're doing, like, the Sweet 16 of, um, you know, like like chick flicks. Well, the problem is the Princess Bride won. And it was all I could do not to call in and contest that because the Princess Bride is not a chick flick. The Princess Bride is a guy's love story. The Princess Bride is a guy's movie, not a chick's movie. It's true. It is. It's it's a it's a man's fairy tale. Well, there you go. I don't disagree. I don't know. Sorry, I went off on that. I just I triggered. Obviously. Yeah. Now we know what triggers Jeff. Well, don't mess with the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. So anyway, it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Move, moving right along. I also had uh, the Lego Movie. Even think, though Batman was in that. Yes, the Batman Lego Movie was. <laughs> they put that in there. So I had so much fun with this, and I posted on my Facebook wall. And the problem is, hardly anybody got it, because they were so used to seeing the other one, they didn't look. But every once in a while, somebody says, Nell? Nell's the movie that triggered everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've used triggered like eight times tonight. We'll have to add that to the bingo card. have to add that to the bingo card. Well, there we go. Do you have any red comics? No. But I am aware that that was a comic. That was a comic. Yes. You know what wasn't a comic? What? Unbreakable series. That's true. Yeah, it uh, was I not a comic. Should have been. I haven't watched the it, last. It, I saw Unbreakable, but I haven't watched Split or Gla- Mr. Glass or whatever it is yet. Well, it's funny because in Unbreakable, it actually is in some ways set in a comic book genre theme. Well, it yeah. talks about comic book art, but it's not actually a comic book. I get it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, we've let my nerd flag fly quite a oh, bit. Well, so, I mean, it's hard for you to hide that. At this point, that's for sure. Yeah, true that. I mean, seriously, folks, this is... I, honestly, if if there was like some sort of alien invasion, we could actually use these boxes to build a bunker. I'll tell you, someday when I have ample amount of room, I'm going to have one heck of a nerd shrine. It'll be great. But, <sighs> but why? Why not? Okay, good point. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> it's just so many. What are the five series that you follow now? Batman and Detective Comics, because I have to. Yeah, ah, he just party fouled on his. I did, man. Now. I just nuked myself. <laughs> right, th- burned through my new shirt too. There you go. Superman and its subsequent series, Action Comics, because you know that's what I do. And the Justice League. So I'm all I'm all in on the DC. And I do float into Spider-Man, but right now there's a big crossover thing going on, and so since I don't follow the other books, I just kind of like drop out, and yeah. I'll kind of maybe float back into Spider-Man once the big. Does that have anything to do on. with the issues with like Sony and Disney? Or is that completely separate? That's movie stuff, Jeff. Comic book stuff's all separate. But Spider-Man's in the movies. I get it, 
but again, it's it's all separate. He's totally shaking. I wound him up so bad. I didn't say triggered that time. I'm just kind of. I mean, he's, he was literally shaking when I brought that up. It, it, I'm Nick, fidgety. really, I, I bounce my legs every once in a while. Really get upset with me when I pick on nerddom. I don't. You're not picking. I don't think you're picking. Yeah, a little bit. I'm picking on you. Yeah, a little bit. That's a lot of comic books, dude. And so they're all what? out here drawing moisture. I'm aware that bothers me. It should significantly. You need a dehumidifier. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me a lot. All right, we've had, a, we've had a good three to four inches of rain tonight just during the podcast. Good Lord. Well, it sounds like a lot more because it's dripping off the front of my garage door. It is nice sitting out here, though. The weather's beautiful it as is. far as the temperature. I mean, temperature-wise, you couldn't beat it. It's just the weather or the rain. But I got to say, I'm still loving this leaf. The Wild Hunter still has that creamy pepperiness. However, I will, that is starting to maybe subside a little bit and to move into almost a bit of peppery like earthiness or something like that uh, the pepper flavor is still keeping on keeping on but the creaminess is starting to subside a little bit just a little bit i'm nothing but creamy on this one i'm not getting any pepper at all this is this is a good smoke well, there you go so leap by oscar well you know what folks i think this is a pretty good point to say or we have an interview i think it's a pretty good point that we kind of segue into our interview so with that we are going to go ahead and speak with Oscar Valadares at the Weston Tobacco Festival. Well, we are joined by Oscar Valadares. Oscar, very nice to see you again. We met uh, a couple months ago at the Hill Cigar Company and did a little video. And it's good to see you again here at the Weston Tobacco Festival. No, no man, it's my pleasure. I, I think it's like three months ago. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was three months ago when you came through, and I bought that uh, the Alter Q. Box. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, those are great cigars, by the way. I like that. A little little spice to it and everything. Uh huh. Yeah. A lot of sweetness, you know, creamy, great flavor of the cigar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I want to take a little bit of time now to kind of talk a little bit about you know introduce the the listeners to you and your brand and then talk about your new stuff because you've had some really good new stuff come out lately i know jeff and i had reviewed the the superfly and so mm-hmm. i wanted to talk to you a little bit about that and and the uh the wild hunter so mm-hmm. let's just kind of go back a little bit i asked you at the hill before so uh, but i'm going to ask again now so your your entrance into the cigar industry can you kind of touch a little bit on that and kind of how you got going with with, uh, with your company? Okay. Uh, man, this is like, um, how many years ago? I don't know, like uh, 20 more or less. Um, I started working with Rocky Patel. Okay. You know, uh, Rocky bring a lot of groups from the United States to Honduras, like cigar safaris. And I started working with Rocky. Um, you know, I driving a bus and I pick it up the people in the airport and I transportation the guys to the house uh, in Dangli, Honduras. It's the tobacco city. Yeah. And you know, I give the tours to the factory, to the farms, to the box factory, the whole process. So when I start like that, I don't have any idea about cigars. You know, yeah. Uh, but I really love it. You know, all process. Every single day, I learning something new. Uh, great people in Honduras. Uh, people with a lot of experience. You have people right there, 40, 45 years of experience in the tobacco, and I learning every single day. And you know, I start learning and learning and learning. And then I work for Rocky in the quality control and the packaging department. 
I love packagings, you know, and, uh, you know, smoking cigars, learning fermentation, uh, a lot of different stuff for nine years. Okay. For nine years, uh, I'm doing like that. And then I opened my first company. Um, I distributed Rocky Patel in Honduras. Just Honduras. Yeah. The first year is really, really bad, man. There's no cigar stores in Honduras at <laughs> that time. And I lost more money than what I make uh, because I'm traveling a lot. There's no cigar stores. The, hu- the souvenir stores don't have the humidors. So next year, coming with the idea and making 80 small humidors, and I put in every single restaurants, hotels, and the tourist areas, and my sales increased like crazy. Wow. So I start like that, and then Rocky say, man, I don't know what you're doing, but now you're my distributor for all Latin America and the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> so I start selling in Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Venezuela, Aruba, San Martin, uh, a lot of different places. And then, um, you know, Cuban cigars call me and I take the distribution from Cuban Cigars and Dominican and Nicaragua and I opened two cigar stores in Honduras and then uh, 2011 I made the decision the you know I'm super busy uh, I give the tools to Rocky I work in the quality control I distribute cigars and I have two cigar stores oh my gosh so that's a lot of work <laughs> and I talk to Rocky and I said man I don't can do it anymore I want a concentration on selling cigars in 2011, the end of 2011, um, you know, the story of the Mayans. The Mayans say it's the end of the war in 2012. Uh, and I, I love the tobacco from the Copan area in Honduras. Copan area is very close to the Mayans. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the Mayans smoke cigars, you know? Yeah. So I make my first brand in uh, 2012. That's super special cigar for me because 2012... I'm making only 2012 boxes, and I, I put one special cigar in the middle of the box. Okay. Exact. That's the first leaf I put in the market, pa- packaging with the leaf. Yeah. Okay. That's one thing that I'm sure a lot of the listeners are, are they, they recognize of yours, is the leaf by Oscar, yeah. you know, where the, where the cigar is actually wrapped, instead of cellophane, it's wrapped in a, in a tobacco leaf. Exactly. But you started this with the 2012. Exactly. So that's the idea born in the 2012. Why? Because I put one special cigar. That cigar is covered with the leaf, and the label says to be smoked on December 21st. So that's the last cigar, because the Mayans say the end of the world is, is, is in, the, in December 21st. Yeah. So that's the last cigar you're smoking in your life, or you celebrate the new generation. <laughs> you know, I, when I'm making cigars, I like put story behind yeah. and good cigar. So I start like that, and uh, when I work for Rocky, I make a lot of people have cigar stores. And uh, one of the guys, Island Jim, and he visited me in Honduras and he said, Oscar, wow, that's that's amazing idea, you know. Uh, why are you not making my house blend? So Jim had one store, the name is a Leaf and Bean. Mm-hmm. And I start cover the cigar with the leaf and put the name Leaf and Bean like house blend. Okay. And then people asking for more and more and more and different stores asking and later it's going national. And I'm making a deal with Jim. Jim is in charge of the Leaf. He, he owned the Leaf by Oscar in the United States, and I own Leaf by Oscar in the rest of the world because it's my experience with another brand. Yeah. And, man, I start my company with two people. Uh, six months later, I'm 15. 
eight months later, it's like 25, oh my God. 30. I don't have a space. Yeah. Uh, and then I moved to another factory. One year and a half later, it's 120 people. Wow. Uh, 2016, I put the Oscar in the market, the Oscar Havano. Uh, the first time I played with Honduras and Nicaragua, because in the leaf I use Honduran tobacco. And that cigar is, for me, is a winner. That cigar is uh, uh, number nine in the top 25 by Cigar Journal in 2016. 2017, I am in Germany for the Festival of Cigar for all, all European market. And I have the trophy for the best Honduran brand. And the same year, Astros win the World Series in celebration with the Oscar. Really? So, man, that's amazing. And I put more brands in the market. Uh, you know, a little bit story behind the brands, you know, good quality, unique packaging. And now it's 220 people in the factory, 380 in the farms, and 75 in the box factory. And I opened my distribution center in Houston, Texas, and I distributing all my cigars from, for all the United States from Houston. Mm -hmm. And I'm selling in 25 countries. Fantastic. So, <laughs> so it's that's, just, it's blown up for you then. Yeah, it's too fast. You uh, know, but yeah. I try to have the, it's because right now I'm growing more tobacco and have the quality of the tobacco, you know, the consistency. I'm working really hard, but it's not only about me. You know, I have a great team in Honduras. I have a beautiful people making great cigars. You have happy people, you have happy cigars. Yeah. And a lot of experience. And, you know, everything is about these people in Honduras. And, um, you know, it's now it's, it's crazy. It's 25 countries and, you know, 1,200 stores in the United States. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I've said to, uh, previously in some other episodes is that if I were introducing a new person, a non-smoker, to cigars. Mm -hmm. I've said, it depends on who they are. If it's a female, I tend to lean toward the Tobacco Special by Drew Estates because it's got that little sweetness and everything kind of to it. Mm -hmm. But if it's a female that's maybe not interested in an infused kind of sweet tobacco or typically a guy, the 2012 is my go-to cigar to introduce people to to cigars because I feel like and, and, and you can correct me if I'm incorrect in my assessment here mm -hmm. I feel like it's a very nice mellow smooth smoke mm -hmm. and it's got the levels of complexity and everything to it mm -hmm. but it's not a very harsh oppressive kind of thing that a, a brand new smoker is going to be like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing here and so I, I, the, the, I just wanted to let you know the 2012 is my go to cigar for introducing new people into cigar smoking if, if I'm not going, if they're not leaning towards more of a flavored infused kind of experience and everything. So I agree 100%. Yeah. It's because I make the cigar, you know. <laughs> uh, when I really started smoking cigars, uh, I start with Connecticut. Yeah. You know, you have some Connecticut, uh, but for me, I need a Connecticut with flavor. Yes. You know, sweetness, a little bit creamy, good draw, because, you know, when you start smoking cigars, you want something smooth, creamy, good flavor, easy draw. And you don't want to be pulling on it. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So I make that cigar for that. And also, you know, with coffee, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So the flavor with coffee and that cigar is, I really love it. So you, I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, there we go. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. So um, going back just a little bit, you were talking about uh, the 2012 
and how you la- wrapped it in the leaf and gave the instruction of, of you know, smoke it on the 21st and, mm-hmm. and, and how you try and draw in a little bit of fun and interesting, you know, items into the packaging and everything, mm-hmm. which now I want to circle to the Alter Q mm-hmm. because I've talked about that on my Instagram before and I know we talked about it in the, the YouTube video we did a couple months back. But the packaging and the, the history in that project is just amazing to me. And so I wanted, you know, how did you come up with that and, and, and you know, come about with that project? You know, um, I, I tell you, you know, the Tabaco Franco Pan for me, uh, I really love it, man. The Tabaco Franco Pan is a Creole 98, but it's a lot of flavor. Um, and, and, you know, I'm very close to the Mayan ruins in Honduras. When I'm growing tobacco, I'm like 30 minutes from the Mayan city. Yeah. And I want to give something from the tobacco from Copan give me a lot for me. So I say I want to give something back, you know, like a little bit story behind. And the altar cube, it's a altar for 16 kings. So that 16 kings don't mind the city. So every uh, side of the box is four kings. So it's 16. And the box of cigar is 16 cigars. And Every single king has one label. It's the same cigar, but 16 different labels and the names. Precisely. You've got the different bands with different pictures of the kings and their names and whatnot. And, and, and so it's almost like this is kind of in a way like a, uh, an altar or a, almost even you could, I mean, not to go morbid with it, but almost like a, a tomb. And each one of the cigars would represent one of the 16 kings of this area. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the blend is uh, Honduras Bander and Fillers. And I put Sumatra wrapper from Ecuador. And that cigar is, I love the cigar, man. It's, it's great. It's, like I said, it's got a little spice to it and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's a fantastic cigar. It's no aggressive, but a lot of flavor. You know, yeah. what I like making my cigar, I want, you know, but easy draw, good flavor, good power. And, you know, no aftertaste. It's yeah. just clean palate and really you have all flavors from the tobacco from Copan. So I really love that. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. You have two new cigars on mm-hmm. the market right now that mm-hmm. you're promoting. Um, the Superfly, which, mm-hmm. like I said, Jeff and I have smoked on one of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a much darker. It's probably easily, I'd say, the darkest cigar that you, your company has put out. Yeah, um, that cigar is uh, very special for me. You know, every, every cigar I make is, is very special for me because I put, you know, a lot of work and a lot of ideas and, and, and a story behind. Yeah. Um, that cigar is the first time I use Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican in the filler. Okay. Bander Honduras and a Mexico San Andreas wrapper. So it's three different sizes, a little bit more bigger than the Corona, regular Corona, so I put Super Corona. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Toro is 6x54, so super, super Toro. And Gordo, 6 and a half by 60 so Super Gordo. And that's... That, I love that cigar. Yeah, I, that's the one I always go to is the Super... I, I prefer the larger ring gauges, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, the Super Gordo, man. I've, I, that's the one I, I go to with that one. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that cigar is it's amazing right now how, you know, the response for the consumers. Oh. It's... It's amazing. It's, you know, it's, I, I try to put something from the 70s uh, with the music, you know, a little bit story behind. Yeah, a little and, funk, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, that cigar is strong. Uh, when, you know, my idea, you know, what I, is when you, you know, like heavy rock, you like, you know, something like 
when I listen heavy rock, I want something strong, you yeah. know. But in that time, I said, no, you know, put something like funky and, you know, relaxing and, you know, and it works. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's a fantastic scar. And then the other one um, that you guys have out now is The Wild Hunter, mm-hmm. which um, we have not reviewed on the show, but I've had a couple, and I know Jeff's had a couple, and mm-hmm. we really both enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Man, that is uh, pure Honduran tobacco. Again, right now I'm growing tobacco in Hamastran area in Honduras. So I use tobacco for different farms in Honduras for that cigar. And um, in my company, I have uh, two partners. One is uh, Byron Duarte. He's uh, my friend for many, many years. He worked in 20 years for, in the tobacco business. Um, and my brother. And um, actually, my brother said, man, you know, uh, I, I, he liked hunting. So he said, you know, I like guns and these. You're thinking, you know, and these. So put all ideas together. And put it in the market right now with a great cigar, great packaging. Uh, oh, that packaging stands out like mad, man. You got, that, you got the camouflage, but you got that, that Hunter Orange you know, mm-hmm. logo going on mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, yeah, that packaging, it pops. And when you're, when you're looking at all the rest of the stuff on the shelf, yeah. you know. Yeah, the packaging is amazing. And the, and the cigar is really, really good right now. I, again, the response for the consumers, I want to say, man, Thank you for all consumers, man. It's, it's amazing how the response for the consumers. Um, I'm here in the event, you yeah. know, uh, today. And the yeah, response, you guys had a good day here. Amazing day, man. Yeah. The response for the people. It's amazing when I come in here and, like, people say, oh, Oscar, you know, and, and I love your cigars, and I smoke this and this and this, and, like, wow, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. There's a there's a lot going on. I know with you know government regulation and this mm-hmm. and that and whatever else. Yes. Where do you see your company and maybe in a larger picture the cigar industry in maybe the next five ten years? Uh, that's hard hard to tell you, man. Nobody yeah. knows what's going on right now. Uh, actually, it's a, I have a, a new company, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, I tried the. The lawyers working in that area. Yeah. I concentration in making cigars, good cigars. And also, right now, I, I come in, three days ago, I coming back from Europe. Okay. A big festival of Germany. And I'm selling in 25 countries in Germany, too. So, you know, I try to have, I don't know what's going on, but I try to open more markets. Yeah, diversify know? up a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, Oscar, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to uh, come and talk to us. And I'm sure we'll uh, cross paths again here, you know, thanks to Corey. He, he brings you around quite a bit. So, <laughs> No, man, thank you very much for, you know, anytime, anytime. And um, thank you for, you know, for everything. And I want to say thank you for the consumer, man. That's, for me, it's amazing how the response for the consumer. So thank you, everybody. Smoke Oscar cigars. You know, appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I also, I want to tell you something. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, next year, I want to start bringing groups to Honduras. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. So, kind of bring the tours like, yeah. like you did for Rocky. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I want to, the first group, I want to drive the bus like I, <laughs> I driving like nine years ago. Yeah. So, I want to drive the first group, I want to drive the bus, and I want to give the tours. Uh, actually, I have coffee plantation too, so I want to include like coffee and cigars. Yeah. And you know, you can see from the seed, from fermentation, from how making the cigars. Um, actually, the the leaf I'm making with organic paper. Okay. 
So it's a small community of single moms in Honduras making organic paper. So I want to bring the groups there and see how making the organic paper. And, you know, a lot of cigars, uh, good food, and uh, a lot of fun. And, you know, I'll start next February. That's fantastic. So do you have, like, information for people about that already? Uh, the information is on my website. It's on your website. Yeah. It's Oscar at OscarTobacco.com. Yeah. Um, I think I want to put all details like December, the end of December. Yeah. Uh, because I have a lot of people asking right now. <laughs> I was going to say, throwing something like that out there, I'd imagine the wait list is already starting to form yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a good time right now. You know, Honduras is, is safe. It's, it's amazing people. Uh, great food, great cigars, great coffee, you know. So yeah. I want to start with, no. with that tour. That sounds like a great idea. Mm. I know Jeff and I would be in on that. So <laughs> Absolutely. So Perfect. Well, everybody, take a look for how you can go down and tour uh, the, the factories with Oscar down in Honduras on his website. And go out and definitely find yourself a Superfly and a Wild Hunter and any other cigar from the Oscar line. Oscar, thank you very much again. My pleasure, man. Thank you very right, much. Thank you. Okay. Well, we really want to thank Oscar for taking some time out to speak with us at the Weston Tobacco Festival. He, uh, he's always really gracious to talk with us whenever we see him. Actually, the second time we've interviewed him. It is. It is. We referenced that in our conversation at Weston. But, yep. yeah, he, uh, we initially met Oscar back in, oh, when would that have been? Probably would have been about three, eh, I'm thinking July-ish. I think that I think it was earlier. I think May, May or June. I'm thinking no, it wasn't because I was I had already started the cigar pulpit, and I didn't start that until mid July. Okay. So I'm thinking it was sometime in in July. We weren't going very long. When no, we, because when all we, we did Oscar. then we did a uh, YouTube video. We did. We recorded a quick little YouTube video. We were still feeling out how we still were trying go. to figure out what we were up to exactly. Looking for our way. Looking for the way. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, so we filmed a little YouTube video, threw that up. That is on, available on our YouTube channel right now. Just search for Cigar Pulpit. Subscribe and follow us. For You can even see my finger at one point where I stick it in front of the lens. This is the kind of professional quality videos you're going to get from us, folks. What you come to expect Jeff from Nick and Gator. jamming his finger in the lens. So It's very subtle and very fast, but I did do it. You did do it. Yeah, so. I did. So And, and I didn't want to do microphones because we had these... these uh, lapel mics that were wired and so for the shot you would have had these wires draping off of us and like swooping forward at Jeff. I, I begged him to do the microphones. The but, um, so I mean, you but know. as it turns out it didn't matter because we got another shot at interviewing Oscar. He could not be nicer. We had so much He's fun that nice night with guy. him. I know. We like hung out guys and I know we've geeked out about this in the previous episodes but we got to hang out with these guys that night and had a blast. Yeah. Oscar cracks me up. Yeah, Oscar's funny. He is. Yeah. So. He's he's a great guy. Now, before we move on, Nick, I got to ask, so do you have any of, like, the the Japanese comics? No. You're not into any of that anime stuff? Nah, I haven't gotten into the Japanese stuff. Okay. Any of that, you know, none, none of that. If you're looking for sexy comics, Jeff, I don't have any. Okay. That's what okay. I was, yeah. 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 See if I can borrow a go seven or eight boxes of those. Go elsewhere. <laughs> anyway. I mean, you know what we should do? 
on a day God. when it's nice out, we need to take these boxes and basically build like an igloo out of them and take a picture. On a day that it's that nice out, blast. I want to clean my garage well, out. Yeah, is we could make an igloo do. out of them on your driveway and then take a picture of us in your you know comic igloo. That's. I mean, we could do that. We I should. Do to not, not could, Although, should. Although, if it collapses, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we would never be able to dig our way out of this. No. It's like that episode of Simpsons when the newspapers fall on Principal Skinner and everybody yes. thinks that Bart killed him. Yes. And he had to dig himself out with a rope and a rocket and all that. Yeah. It, it'd be like that, only we would just die. Yeah. So Nobody would come looking for us. Come and, look and we for don't us. have a rocket or a Boy, I'm just throwing out all kinds of nerd tonight between I know. the comics and my Simpsons and Yeah. I was I was well. sitting with Addie last night watching the tree or uh what is it, Treehouse of Horror yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They're playing a marathon of that right now. And okay. we were watching that last night. It was great. I love those. She's like did why do they have so many of these? Because it was the marathon. And I'm like, oh honey, they do one every year. And I'm thinking for the last eighty seven years that yeah, it's I know, been right? on. <laughs> So we met Oscar at the Hill for the first time. We did. We met Oscar for the Hill at the first time. And, and spe- speaking of the Hill, there's a little tidbit you need to throw out. So right now. A shout out. Right now. Well, not right now because they closed about 23 minutes ago. But earlier this evening, one of our listeners and friends of the show, the Gold Coast gentleman, uh, Andy, was at the uh, Hill Cigar Company tonight. He was in town for business and uh, had messaged me to see... If I could come up and meet him for a stick, and unfortunately, I was unable to. You Well, you had other obligations. You were on Mr. Mom Duty tonight. I was on Mr. Mom Duty tonight, so my wife and uh, her sister had some prior plans, and so I was watching my three-year-old son. He had his soccer uh, lesson tonight, which basically consisted of him running over to a ball, picking it up with his hands, running over to the goal, setting it down right in front of the goal, and kicking it in. Well, okay. So then. he at least got the concept of kicking the ball into the goal. The The rest of the time he's running around like it's football. Yeah. So I don't know if he's got – Now, I, if he's still doing that when he's like 17, yeah, then I don't he know. got a problem. I don't know if I've got the next Pele here, yeah. you know, but that's okay. Hey, you never know. Get him on a traveling team, spend a lot of money. Uh, maybe. All or those, not. All those people are convinced their kids are going to be superstars, you know. Or not. So um, I'm picking on the traveling teams now. Look at me. I know. So, but anyway, so no, Andy uh, hung out over at the hill. Got to meet Jess, and and she introduced him to uh, to Tim and to Jody and everybody in the lounge, and apparently told them all that that he was there by recommendation of Nick and Gator. So that's awesome. I know, right? And from what he, from all accounts that he gave me. He had a fantastic time. They they recommended him. Well, how do you um, not have a good time at the Hill? Oh, yeah. No, they, they recommended that he get himself a uh, uh, nice southern draw. He got the Jacob's Ladder Brimstone cigar. Ooh, I haven't had that. I know, right? Yeah, that's um, one to look forward to. And he, uh, he got that, and he actually specifically said on his Instagram that he's visiting the Hill Cigar Company in St. Louis based on the recommendation of the cigar pulpit. And he says if you're in St. Louis... You need to check out this lounge. The people are super friendly, and the humidor is fantastic. He's right on all counts. And on all counts, he is dead on. So we want to thank uh, the Gold Coast gentleman for taking the time out on his on his trip through St. Louis to go visit our our uh, favorite little cigar store there. And it is. It's the home store. It is the home store. If you're if you're back in town again, give us a day or two notice, and uh, we'll see what we can do to meet you over there. Most definitely. Yep. Because we can always record from there. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, I think that needs to happen. I, I, 
Well, I think that needs to happen anyway, especially into the winter time, because at some point the weather is going to turn in such a way that the current Nick and Gator Studios of my deck and your deck are not going to be viable recording. No, mine's at least covered. Us. Yeah, but it's still going to be really it's cold. Still going to be cold. So we're going to need to find an indoor facility. And heaven knows we can't go to the tinderbox because all you're going to hear is the slot machines. Slot machines in the background. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting an endorsement there, are we? No, I think we've pretty much just pissed that away. Burned that bridge, as it were. Well, how's your cigar? It's good. Still getting that kind of earthy, peppery going on. This thing is just cream all the way through. Yeah, Like I said, the, the leaf is one of my top five. Okay, so Nick, we've been rambling all over the place tonight. We've talked about your comics and whatnot. Let's drop it into the mailbag. So we do have one new review via Apple Podcast coming to us from Corey Alvord. The review says, great info, not a cramming sales pitch like many. Well, that's awesome. Thank you very much, Corey. I thought that was very nice of Corey. I met Corey at the uh, Kentucky Barn Smoker. Oh, cool. Super nice guy. So anyway, tonight's episode is sponsored by... Yeah, so we are uh, <laughs> partnered up with uh, MyMonthlyCigars.com. So for those of you folks that... Oh, wait, is um, this a sales pitch? Uh-oh. Maybe. Oh. So <laughs> so um, we have partnered with MyMonthlyCigars.com. As we continually say, we are big supporters of brick and mortar. However, MyMonthlyCigars.com, another subscription box, offers... A way to try some cigars at a reasonable price at your home once a month. Shipment comes, gives you a handful of cigars depending on how many you order. You try them out. Let's say you really like one or two of them. And it gives you the opportunity to then go to your brick and mortar and say, Hey, I really liked this cigar. Get me more of them. Because the last thing in the world you want to do is go to your brick and mortar and say, Hey, I've heard about this cigar. Get them in. They get them in, and you buy, like, one and decide you don't like it, yeah. and now they're stuck with a whole box. Absolutely. So this gives you the option of doing that. So MyMonthlyCigars.com, they offer multiple subscription levels. They have one that's uh, two cigars for $20. They have one that's th- uh, four cigars for $30. And then they have one that's eight cigars for $50 which is a really good deal for maybe you and a buddy because the eight cigars, it's two um, two of each of the cigars that are in the four cigar box. So it's essentially like buying two of the $30 boxes for $50. So you, you know, save 10 bucks. Good deal. And, and you uh, type in pulpit. Yeah. So when you go to, when you go to my monthly cigars.com and place your order, uh, use the offer called uh, offer code pulpit P-U-L-P-I-T, and that gets you... Ten- is that P-U-L-P-I-T? P-U-L-P-I-T. P-U-L-P-I-T, isn't pulpit. That, isn't that what I said? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Just reiterating. I don't know, I'm just, just making Driving sure the point home. All right, pulpit. That's and, right. Uh, Nobody's going to forget it now. No, I don't know. And that'll get you 10% off your order in the store, so they have other items as well as the uh, subscription boxes, but it gets you 10% off of an order in the store, or it will get you free shipping off of your first subscription box. Good deal. Yeah. Well, Nick, um, I really appreciate you having me over tonight. I know we sat in the garage. It's a beautiful night. It's finally stopped raining now that we're done recording. Yeah, but my deck would have been soaked. So oh, it would have been brutal. We still and we'd have, have electrocuted to... ourselves with the headsets and the we soundboard. We would not have been able to record outside. No. So You know, we nearly died, by the way, at Weston Cigar Festival when that lightning hit. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That Dude, could've yeah. if you go back to that podcast you can hear it. You can hear the pop right before I react to that lightning strike. You if you listen very closely, folks, you can hear the pop in our equipment when that lightning struck. And it was really, really close. And the thing about it is the outlet that we were using, um, I have a power strip that I plug into uh, or all of our equipment into when I when I plug into the uh, the wall. And the power strip has two lights on it. One indicates that the power strip is getting power. The other indicates that it is grounded. That outlet was not grounded. No. And so we very, very likely, with one good lightning strike, not only could have nuked all of our equipment. But us. But probably us as well. Because the lightning would have just went right in between the two uh, Which pieces. at least for one of us, I mean, it's just empty space. Don't don't put yourself down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, See, that's the quick wit that we're looking for here on the Cigar right? Pulpit Podcast. That's the easy shot. It was an easy <laughs> shot. I took it. <laughs> Never let it be said I won't take an easy shot. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, we really do appreciate you listening. I mean, more more than you can ever know. Um, tell your friends about us. And, uh, Nick, how do they get us on the socials? So you can find us on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. And then you can find us on YouTube, Cigar Pulpit. And finally, you can email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Good stuff. Please give us reviews. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you've got a cigar that you'd like us to uh, do a review on. We've had some of those so far, and we've done them. Um, The the one especially we were split down the middle on. Oh, the, the uh, psycho, the psycho seven. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a listener recommendation or a, a request, and when we finally did smoke it, it was divided. Yes, definitely divided. We were a house divided. It was the only cigar so far that I think you and I have had such differing opinions on. Yeah, it really was. So, but you're gonna have that. Everybody has a different palate, and you know, like we've talked about before. Your palates evolve and change, and, you know, the cigar you liked two years ago may not be the cigar you like now. So there's there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their own tastes. Well, in the next episode, we're going to have our final interview from the Weston Tobacco Festival. That thing was the gift that keeps on giving. I'll tell you what, there were lots and lots of people there. So that was really nice. Um, so next week, we are talking about... Alohio cigars. Based and out of Wichita, Kansas, I believe. I think, yes, I believe you're right. So, yeah, so next week we are going to be talking about Alohio cigars. We spoke with one of the owners of Alohio, um, Roselyn. Very nice name. lady. Very nice lady. And Roselyn gave us uh, a brief interview, and so we're going to play that for you. But in addition to that, we purchased a bag, a sampler pack from her. That had about what five or six? There, were, I think there were six cigars. Six in cigars, it, in but it. then yeah, it was yeah. So we got we got, all different. Yeah, they are all different. So next week we will be also smoking different cigars again. So it's going to be kind of hard for us to kind of give you a little bit of a, a, a peek into what we're going to be smoking at that point. Um, and that one might be kind of hard for some of you to get a hold of because I believe she told me that Alohio is currently available at like 60 shops in the in the country so some a little but, more specialized but cigar. not a ton yeah. it's, it's very boutique so you know it, it's one of those things but but yeah we are going to be smoking the alohio cigars next week 
on Tuesday. And then starting back on Friday, we will try and coordinate up our cigars so that y'all can join in with us. Absolutely. As we enjoy. And we've heard from people. They're they're doing that. And, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of and fun so to sit and smoke along. It is. And, and that's part of. So going back briefly, that is something that we're talking with My Monthly Cigars about is the prospect of teaming up with them a little further so that we can kind of make their four cigar monthly box uh the the nick and gator the cigar pulpit box to where basically like you know you guys go on my monthly cigars you get the four cigars for 30 bucks that will be essentially the care package of what we will be smoking and then that at way, least at least in, in some, four yeah. of the yep. of the episodes throughout that month and then that way you know you can you can have a at least half of the cigars that we're smoking that month delivered to you and right there ready for you to, to go when you fire up the new podcast. Absolutely. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Again, tell your friends. We'd love to have them all listen to the cast as well. And tell your enemies because they might find us really stupid. and um, As many do. As true. So. As many do. Anyway. Final thoughts on the cigar? Final thoughts on my cigar. I like it. Um, the earthiness is still kind of there. The pepper is still kind of there. I'm just kind of enjoying it. And I I mean, I would definitely smoke the Wild Hunter again. I will say I think of the two new products that Oscar came out with, um, the Superfly and the Wild Hunter. Um, they are fairly different from one another. The Superfly is definitely a very darker, heavier you know, kind of smoke. That, if I'm not mistaken, we did Hunter. that on an earlier cast. We did do that mm-hmm. on an earlier cast. I think I prefer the the Superfly over the Wild Hunter, but I, you know, that's not to say that the Wild Hunter is not good. I've it's never just, not it's just in, a preference of mine. Never not enjoyed a cigar by Oscar, and that's true. Yeah, they're, that's true. They're, it's a quality line, quality product. Great guy. Yeah. So you know, I've been really enjoying this Connecticut. It is just. Fabulous! It's creamy. I'm, I'm down to the nub now, and it has not changed up on me. It has been consistent throughout, and I'm loving it. Well, there you go, guys. Thanks again. Oh, perfect. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick, and that's Gator, and we are signing off. Stay smoky, everybody. <laughs>